Hey, what is up guys and welcome back to another episode of 50 Shades of Frey. We are on episode 6 now, so congratulations if you've been listening this far. Also, thank you if you've listened this far and been getting involved. really means a lot as we pump away through this new year. Um, what to start with today? Well, I've got a juicy topic for you. I want to keep it light and fun considering we're a month in and we maybe feel like we're not getting anywhere, so... Frey Dog's bringing you some positivity and just some feel-good moments from his past. Uh, and yeah, so that's what you've got to look forward to. Um, what else have I got to tell you? Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in my last podcast, but my new camera has arrived. So I am absolutely buzzing with that. I'm going to be taking it out very soon. I haven't had a chance because the weather has been truly fucking dreadful. Every time I think, right, I'm going to go out and take pictures it's shit, it's either pissing it down or it's fucking windy and you just can't go out and it's just not nice like, I want to go out but I don't just want to go out and take dog shit just rural photography photos, I want to go out I have a few ideas in mind, a few things I want to play with, but the elements have just been proper against me so it's put me off, not been not been, not been interested so I've been doing other bits and bobs, been absolutely grinding my Pokemon uh, and Pokemon Go out, which I absolutely love as you probably know, or you do now anyway. Um, so yeah, that's that. But there will be plenty of stuff coming when the weather starts sorting itself out. Because uh, I really need to get good behind that camera. Uh, I have a few good ideas for YouTube coming up with that. So um not going to plug myself too heavily at the minute. But when that ball gets rolling, um, I'm hoping it's going to be hard to stop and it will be good. So yeah, but don't worry. I'll let you know when you need to be going over there and showing me some love. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Frey's got his new camera. I'm very excited with that. Anyone needs any um, early fans pictures or anything taken like that, hit me up. We can always collaborate. Um, one thing I noticed this week, actually, uh, and I would actually like to know what people think, so when you listen to this bit, actually message me and like, tell me what you think about this. I think this just sums our fucking country up, right? So it would have been yesterday, I think it was, Saturday. I nipped to Tesco's um, in Horncastle, uh, and to be fair, I think it's the only fucking Tesco's I know. One, it's dog shit. The selection there is piss poor. You do not get hardly anything you need in there. It is bollocks. It's just a, a more glorious version of a co-op, effectively. It is shite. But one thing I did notice, uh, going in there yesterday, I don't know, what, what, what time would it been? Maybe dinner time, around dinner time sort of thing. Anyway, right? Take into account the current situation we are in, essential travel and all that. I literally went to get some milk, um, ended up playing Pokemon. I went in, got a meal deal, completely got sidetracked. I fucking forgot the milk. So I went out and had to get milk again today. Um, but that's not what I'm trying to get at here. While I was sitting in the car playing Pokemon, there was a fucking traffic warden going round the car park and like I said that Tesco's is the only one I know that does a that has tickets it's like a ticket co-op because I think people use it obviously for going up and down town or whatever but how dog shit is that 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 fucking wanker was out doing that like take into account the pandemic it's essential travel only so you'd like to think that the shops in town and stuff aren't really open it is Tesco's and that's about it People aren't going to be having a jolly round town. They will be in and out like they're supposed to be doing. So, why the fuck is this cunt going around checking tickets and stuff? 
what kind of jobs worth bastard? And also, no, that that's not essential in my eyes. Everyone's time spent in the town would be less, and in theory, most people will be in Tesco's or something anyway. But he's going around checking tickets stuff, and I and I saw I'm fairly certain I saw him taking pictures of cars and stuff. So he must have been like for the what for, for processes tickets and all that bullshit. We just fucked me off. We've got the government absolutely in our ear all about only essential travel and this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And you've got this prick out there ticketing people. It's like, fuck off, mate. Go get a real job, you absolute toss bag. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, that really fucked me off. Let me know what you think because I think that's dog shit. Considering, like, the, like how we're all scrutinised, oh, you should only be doing this, you should only be doing that essential travel only. Do you guys actually think being a traffic warden is fucking essential at the minute? Because I definitely don't. Um, if people have got a park where they've got a park to go out and get something done quickly, I'd like to think they're not going to be having a fucking jolly around the shops anyway. It will be literally convenience in-out job. So they're not going to be in the way for very long if they are in the way at all. But considering Tesco's actually is a car park and he was ticketing people, or trying to, then, yeah, country's fucked, mate. Like, I want to move. I, I don't want to be associated with this shit all anymore. But yeah, so there, that's probably, oh, my pen's gone, that's probably my only negative thing, uh, or really negative thing that's going to be in this podcast, we're going to move it on, uh, and today uh, I'm going to be bringing you, can I try to keep it lighthearted, uh, I'll tell you why I'm keeping it lighthearted, I've got a few topics I want to talk about uh, that have not been playing on my mind, but I've seen them a lot recently, and it, I, it's, it's a topic I want to talk around, but there's one thing I don't want to do, is I've said so much about being opinionated and this kind of on here. I don't want to be then hypocritical and be on here absolutely spouting my opinion and whatever. So there's a few topics I want to conduct a little bit of research, so I've got a bit more to go on. And it might even change my mind, so I'm not just being like like narrow-minded about a topic. And then other ones I do feel are a two-person topic. Like, for example, I want to talk about things like OnlyFans and sort of the fundamentals of it where people stand that kind of thing i'm not going to have any spoilers i'm not going to tell you like my stamp on it or anything right now but at the same time i don't want to come on here and be absolutely like either praising it or blasting it i do think that's a good topic to have someone sat with me talking about and maybe specifically someone who's on it actually uses it or someone knows someone on it or I'd, i think I'd, I'd like a girl there so they can give my perspective so if you're listening to this and you have a vagina and you identify as a girl female then uh and you want to come and talk about that when we get chance i would love to have you on i don't want to be on here scrutinizing uh and this only but uh like i i think it's a good topic but i also want it to be a fun and fair topic i don't want to be on here and saying things that maybe uh, like where they when no I don't want to be on here being unfair so people can't defend themselves kind of thing even though I'm not saying I'm going to do like be shooting people down or whatever but you know what I mean and then the other topic was creativity I was going to go in with that because I do feel as I've said a lot throughout my podcast now it's a fantastic time to be creative this that, and the other but then it's also got me thinking it's like everyone feels the same like what what sort of sums up creativity or what defines creativity and I wanted to kind of talk about how I felt about creativity and and sort of like yeah just the fundamentals of that sort of a little bit branching off the early fans things just how how there's difference between content and then creativity 
in my opinion. But yeah, uh, I didn't want to get too heavy. Uh, I wanted because like I said, we're a month in, and it's a little, maybe a little bit like mm, fucking hell. No sort of. There's no real signs of when we're gonna be anywhere better than we are now. So I thought, fuck it. You know what? I want something a little bit light hearted. And shout out to Johnny. He came through with this really good idea. Uh, he said, why don't I tell you all about my top 10 holiday moments? Because obviously we're all wanting holidays. We're all reminiscing about the good times. So what's better than listening to a few holiday stories? So, yeah, you'll uh, you'll get to hear about it all. More, more so, you'll probably get to hear about how Josh embarrasses himself on literally nearly every uh, holiday we go on, considering he is one of the main talking points in uh, all of my stories but yeah there's a, there's a good little balance between sort of fulfilling and like what's the word motivational uh, moments I've had uh, and that kind of thing and then just outright fucking stupid but yeah so that's the direction that we are heading today yeah so uh, Johnny said 10 holiday moments I'm not sure whether I'll be able to get 10 in uh, in this time scale depends how uh, well, the ones I picked out, they uh, they should be good. So we'll see. Um, obviously, I'm going to mention Ibiza a lot. So if you think at this point, hang on a minute, Fraser's been to Ibiza. He doesn't. He's never mentioned that before. And yes, I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but anyone who knows me knows Ibiza is near and dear to my heart. Uh, in my opinion, it is the best party place in the world. I'm yet to discover anywhere better. Um, I think that just because it lends itself to me so well. Uh, I love the music. Like I've said numerous times, I like shit with no words in. I could literally listen to house music till the day I die, and be satisfied. I just love the the, the, the like. I just like it. Like there's there's nothing to it. It's just a, a fucking rhythm. It's like a kick, a clap, and some hats, and it's just nice. A bit of vocals or whatever, and then it's just. The, the the way you can get a few fucking noises and assemble them and next minute you've got the whole fucking place dancing. I love that shit. I love the atmosphere and I love what house music just does. So that's why Ibiza is like my place. Uh, the people that go there are also amazing. Uh, I'm sure as my friends would agree, you fucking find so many different people from around the world, but everyone is just there for a good time. There are so many good people there, and it's just a massive happy environment. Like In comparison to like your typical night out in a town where you'll probably see fights, you'll see girls crying their eyes out, and this certainly were, there probably is an IV for, don't get me wrong, but like I've been five times, and I don't think I've ever seen a problem. Um, off the top of my head, I think I do remember one time there was some a young lad, uh, a group of young lads, and I think one of them had got like a bashed in eye, and that's only because he was they were sat around, with, they were drinking with some Polish or Russians or something, and then for some reason they started saying out like they was like, oh yeah we're, we're gay gay people are fine whatever. And obviously, I don't think Russian people really like that shit too much, so yeah, it got a bit heated. I think they they got bashed, and um, yeah, that, <laughs> that's like the only thing I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's. Uh, it's just such a nice environment. Everyone's there for a nice time, and it's just it good, feel good vibes. It's fucking hot all the time. Everyone's in the sun. Everyone's looking good. Uh, it's just really nice, really nice environment. Everyone's friendly with everyone. You go on the disco buses on the way to the clubs and stuff, and you just speak to any fucker that's within earshot here, and and same on the way in and out of the clubs. You know, you're dancing with this, and you just share your stories where you're from. This and just 
everyone's so fucking happy and happy to be around people and i just don't think you get that kind of environment anywhere else you don't get that kind of hospitality out in town you fucking bump into someone and they want to fucking stab you however out there they'd fucking they'd offer you a bit of your drink or like a fucking key or whatever you're into and they're just so loving out there like the atmosphere is second tonight it's so different so i love it like it is my favorite place on earth so yeah we're gonna be talking quite a bit about ibiza um i've been five times uh that sounds like quite a lot but yeah i've been five times I consider myself a bit of a veteran now uh i do fancy going again i would 100 percent go another five times um just permitting by the years whether we can or we can't and um, it's probably getting to the stage in my life where i've probably got the go in me but all the lads who are settling down and shit probably aren't quite as enthusiastic uh so we'll uh we'll say we go afraid dog might be lone wolf in it but we'll see um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna throw in a story from my uh first trip to ibiza as a, sort of like the benchmark open it up it's a just a funny story really um and uh well yeah uh so first time I went to ibiza um i don't know how even old we was uh it's like our first lads holiday together um 18 19 i think around there something like that we were we were quite young and like ibiza was a very good choice in the end um we stayed in uh, ryan's which uh, was the hotel they used for ibiza weekender uh we obviously was there before they started that tragic show um but yeah uh lovely hotel met some great people while i was there uh, and that's the only time i've stayed on uh uh, Playa de Mbosa, that side of the island. The other uh, four times I've been, I've been on San Antonio Bay. So, yeah, a little fact for you. But, yeah, it was me, Johnny, Greg, Matt, Joe, and Josh, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was that, that it was us six. Um, so, yeah, first holiday away, obviously. Uh, whatever and yeah it's just it was just fucking it's just one of them it's really good uh there's some shit we like quote now and uh, some like little funny things that are like, still going on we like little jokes we've got between ourselves now from those days um which is always nice um but the the story i'm going to bring you is obviously when you're on holiday i think everyone probably pushes their limits too much um i know josh definitely did it one night in terms of drink uh I'm sure I can't. I don't know if anyone else did, uh, but I did. I know Josh did, and I think the night after I did. So anyway, we somehow managed to get some free bar wristbands or open bar wristbands from like a certain thing, and we found this absolute fucking banging, um, banging nightclub called Bar at Night, like at symbol. So if he was atting someone, uh, yeah, Bar at Night, and it was the World Cup. Uh, what well, the one where Germany got uh, tonked Brazil 7-1, it was that World Cup um, yeah anyway so everyone's outside watching that, so no one's really in these bars, so we go in there open bar, empty bar, so we're in there and absolutely steamrolling through these things, at this point we've met a group of girls in a hotel, so they're like part of our posse now as well so we've got like a nice mixture of boy girl group, anyways so we get going, 
I'm getting absolutely seen through these things. And we got this dance floor popping. I'm not even joking. Like, it was empty. Everyone's outside playing, watching the football at the end of it. And there was like, uh, there would have been us six. And I think there was five or six of them girls as well. So there's like 12 of us. But out of fucking nowhere, like, as we were dancing, more and more people just got involved. And eventually, like, we, we'd, we'd got the dance floor, like, popping. It was good. And I can't really remember a lot apart from, like, it was going off. Like, it was really good. And I was absolutely sinking some drink. Um, but then that's where it all goes wrong because the moment we stopped and we started going home like going back to the thing it went bad I somehow managed to stagger home and and like yeah this is where like my memory um, just starts to go a bit sort of jagged can't remember a lot I vaguely remember pissing like in the front of a hotel that wasn't ours like just standing there and pissing up the front of a hotel on their grass and then when we eventually made it back to ours, like passed out, obviously in the bathroom. Um, but then, yeah, so the boys put me to bed or whatever. Uh, and then I remember the next, <laughs> the next morning I woke up and I'd pissed myself. Uh, and he obviously woke in the morning. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, lads, I've pissed myself. Greg was really upset because he hadn't pissed himself. He was really jealous. Um, I remember that. I remember Josh saying how in the night, obviously, he woke up because he could hear, like, a liquid noise. And he wondered if I was, like, choking or something. Because I had, like, had the bowl with me or something. I can't really remember, like, fully. But from what he, from what I can remember him saying. So, he, like, he comes over to make sure I'm not dieting or choking or myself. And he can, like, hear liquid. So, he, like, puts his head near my head. And obviously, there's nothing. You can still hear it. <laughs> so, he puts his head, like, near my dick. And then I'm sure, he said, <laughs> I'm sure he said he could hear me pissing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I pissed the bed. So in the morning, obviously wrapped up the the, the fucking bed sheets, and I went like handed them to the to like the cleaner maid, and her face just looked disgusted and disappointed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I pissed the bed um, on holiday. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd do it again. It was it was funny. Um, just one of those things. Just didn't handle my drink very well. Um, and it went down. I have passed out since from drinking. I'm fucking sure I have. I can't remember ever pissing the bed. Um, I think I've done it once. Just randomly. I remember when uh uh yeah I must yeah I think it was when my girlfriend was. But yeah, I woke up. I literally I could, I, I could feel myself pissing in my sleep. So I woke up and I'd like pissed the bed. So I was like, well, right, get up. I woke her up. And she said, why? I was like, I've, I've pissed the bed. <laughs> so like quickly, like tire changing in the middle of the night sort of thing. Flip the mattress, new bed sheet, off we go. But yeah, um, I don't think I've ever pissed myself since um, drinking. But yeah, there you go. That's the story of when I pissed the bed in Ibiza. Um I will add to that story now. I remember now, when I when I listened it back, there was a there's something else funny that happened when it comes to passing out. When I said about Josh passing it out, and I'm sure it was the night before. Um, anyway, with same sort of shit, we was all drinking, and we was in the, um, like, like I don't even know how to describe it. There was like people had balconies. Like we had a balcony because we was we was like upper level, but then the girls we'd met, they were like on the ground floor, so they have like an almost like, I don't know like a wall. A little like patio wall thing, so it's not just straight out onto like poolside. They've got like their own little 
and they're like decking as such. Anyway, so we're all there drinking, having a good time. <laughs> and Josh is obviously had a few at this point, and he's just stood there. <laughs> <laughs> he just literally stood there, and then out of out of nowhere, he, he smooth criminaled it across their like table because <laughs> he just passed out. I had too much to drink. Like, so you imagine on the smooth criminal video where Michael Jackson like leans forward, then goes back. Josh did that, but didn't make it back. Just warm. It just just gone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely smooth criminal across this table. And then obviously, yeah, we, we dragged him to the toilet and, and yeah, sorted him out or whatever. But yeah, so like I said, I think me and Josh are the only people to fuck it like it, like that on that holiday. Oh, mate, quality. Oh, awesome. But yeah, so big up, Josh. Um, We're going to go into, oh, fuck it, I'm going to have to tell you a little story about Josh because now I'm laughing. Um, Right, so... You might have heard about the time we all went skiing. I believe it was the... I think it was the same group, actually. So, yeah, this, fast forward a few years. Um, some of these stories will sort of, like... This isn't on a time timeline. Like, some of my stories will go back in between other things. But, yeah, fast forward, because it's relevant to Josh. Fast forward to... 2019. 2019, I believe. Yes, yeah, so it was 2019. So, yeah... We all thought it'd be a good idea to go skiing. So it's my first time skiing, it's Josh's first time skiing, and then the rest of the boys have skied before. Anyway, that doesn't matter, that's irrelevant. So yeah, we've gone skiing. Um, first day out, fucking terrible. Me and Josh are dog shit, turns out. We go down a blue run that is, should have been a fucking red, borderline black, like it was now on fucking vertical. It was, it was dog shit uh, to go down. So yeah, me and Josh are not enjoying it, like getting pissed off because we can't do it greg's getting pissed off because he's volunteered to help us get down this slope but me and josh are acting like bitches because we're getting that annoyed that we can't stay on our feet for more than 10 seconds uh anyway so yeah so that day happens we eventually get over it we can ski a bit by the end of the day blah 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 get the hang of it it was literally the first slope fucking proper slope we've ever gone down and then yeah it turns out it was a dog shit one to go go down uh so yeah second day weather's up too bad so we can't do anything we can't go skiing that's the night greg dislocated his knee which was dog shit so then there we're all back out the next day greg had returned from the hospital uh, i forgot to mention the other story the french um ambulance driver wasn't very good she managed to get the fucking ambulance stuck on someone's drive like trying to back it in and really fucked it like they drove past our little chalet and then yeah, they fucked it basically, but she was fit, like well fit. So, uh, we 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 I let her off because she was well fit. But anyway, so yeah, that happened. Um, anyway, fast forward a few days. Obviously, Greg can't skip this point, so we sort of like doing what he just going around the town taking some pictures, that kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, it's just me, uh, Johnny, Matt, Joe, and Josh skiing. So yeah, uh. We're all going at different paces because obviously experience. Matt and Joe had a tendency just to sort of fuck off uh, and be at the end and sort of have to wait for us. Johnny was sort of like floating between them. Me and Josh were sort of like bringing up the rear, obviously being the shittest. Um, and I remember coming down this slope and it was a good slope. Uh, and at the end of it, it was like a, like a tunnel you went under. And then it sort of veered off to the, <laughs> to the right and then it dropped in again. But everyone else had read this, so yeah, we come bombing down. You just come nicely under the under the like un, like down the hill, 
onto a flat through the little tunnel bit and then you sort of pull yourself around to the right and then you stop at the top and it's absolutely fine um anyway so yeah johnny's <laughs> johnny's gone down and um i i'm stood at the top waiting for josh uh, I think I was probably having a rest at this point as well. Anyway, he comes, <laughs> he <laughs> he comes down this the the the, the slope and just loses <laughs> loses control big time. But instead of just like falling over on his ass, he <laughs> he turns off and he goes and plows himself <laughs> into like a built up snowbank. So absolutely sends himself. <laughs> this snowbank <laughs> anyway he, so yeah he goes and batters into it so like, oh you're right Josh and he like reverses off this fucking bank and he's cracked he's, <laughs> he's cracked both his skis <laughs> so they don't even touch the floor anymore because obviously if anyone's skied you know like your whole ski touches the floor and then the front ends lift up and you sort of like tilt in like your snowplow or use that like to slow yourself down if you're a bit more of a beginner or like you skip from side to side like parallel ski to slow yourself down or like whatever anyway so josh's skis didn't touch the floor until they got to his feet and behind <laughs> so he's like there going like i don't even know how you describe them like clown shoe skis like they just like the the bit <laughs> the bits at the front the front ends of the skis are like all floppy but like broken <laughs> and bent up in the air <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like this in hysterics, laughing, and I keep falling over them going down the slope because I can't contain myself. There's other families doing the same, just laughing at him, and <laughs> he's having a bad time. He can hardly control himself. He can't slow down because of these these uh, skis. Uh, and it <laughs> so he eventually makes it down the mountain. He takes him back to the shop to like. <laughs> to trade them in or whatever like paying for the damages and like the shop were like really <laughs> really concerned about him because they thought he might hurt himself because of how fucked the skis was um, yeah so he got another set and skied one day and just didn't like it so he spent the rest of the holiday um, looking after Greg just like going around with Greg so, <laughs> so yeah oh fucking hell it's it's one of those like it makes me laugh now thinking about it, but like it was so funny watching it happen and just like oh it, I, you couldn't even make it up. <laughs> it's just one of those. So oh poor Josh. So sorry you've got to be on the receiving end of our funny stories, Josh. But I don't know. It's just it's just how it happens, mate. So nice to talk about. That's <laughs> oh, it's just so funny listening back to yourself laughing. That's why it's so nice that uh, I remember that so clear because that was fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, right. So we've, we've, I've given you two stories. Uh, well, kind of three, I guess. Got me pissing the bed and Josh twice. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna try and sort of go off a little bit. Try and I want to we bring you my motivational, inspirational segment of the podcast. Um, talk a little bit about my experiences in australia um summarize i was there for two or three months not quite three months i don't think i, w- I was going to do like a harvest and the harvest wasn't a particularly good one 
Uh, and if I'd wanted to stay there, which I did, um, I would have had to, well, I could have stayed with the firm I was working with, but I instead decided to, because there wasn't any, there wasn't, there was the work there, but it was kind of like you were sitting around for it, and it's, I didn't feel right just sitting around and sort of like sponging off other people. On hindsight, maybe should have stayed where I was with the lads I'd gone with, uh, but instead I just went rogue, went off on my own, got a job somewhere else, um, but never really thought about it, because where we was was like Queensland, uh, and then where the other job was was in Victoria. It's quite a fucking, it's not like in England where you can sort of uh, drive around kind of thing. This was a fucking skirmish to get there. Um, I think to get to this place, I left Inglewood, which was like the little towny villagey bit where plus staying. I drove to Brisbane, which I think was three hours away, three or two hours in the morning. Then I got a flight across from Brizzy to Melbourne. And then when I was in Melbourne, I got a taxi to the train station. And then I got a fucking train to a bus stop. And then I got a bus stop, uh, a bus to Pimpinio, was this other place, or Pimpinio, however the fuck you want to pronounce it, uh, in Victoria. And then got picked up at like half 11 at night. Uh, and then the farmer was like, oh, you're right, mate. Yeah, we'll just go quickly throw your bags in the thing and I want you to jump on a chaser bin. Um, I was like, oh, fucking hell. And by this point, I was a little bit over it. Uh, like, I've just like spent all day traveling across the country. Um, a bit fucked off because I like left the two lads I'd gone with because, like, without being rude, they were mummy's boys. I was f- always thinking uh, ahead, what are we gonna do when like when the harvest stops? Like, what are we gonna try and find jobs? And they were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. We'll think about it when it came. So I was like, well, fuck it, and then I went off on my own thing. Um, so yeah, anyway, so I was a little bit sort of the feathers were a bit ruffled because I was off on my own and it's kind of like right, I've got to do this got to this new place and it's kind of like it was really good the 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 bosses were spot on they were really good uh just wanted the job doing but they were really good bosses were well, really friendly and like good to work with uh but yeah long story short i was there for like two days and after that i was like i can't really be asked not like can't be asked but like my enthusiasm for being there had gone i was kind of missing home a bit more uh a bit unsettled because i traveled over um so i sort of like I cut my losses, like, right, I'm just going to come home. I've made a bit of money. I've I've had an experience. This harvest hasn't really been particularly fruitful uh, or whatever, so I'm I'm going to just sort of go home. So I did. I came home shorter than uh, I'd have liked. Um, no one's fault other than my own. Like, I should have maybe stayed. I maybe should have forgot about what I had at home at the time and just sort of carried on and sort of muscled on through. But instead, I, I knew I had the money to get home. I sort of, like, I've had my experience there's no point staying here if I'm not really enjoying it anymore, or whatever. Uh, this, that, and the other. Da, 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 da. So, yeah, I got, uh, I sort of said bye to the place I was working at, got back on the bus, headed back towards Melbourne. Um, and then, yeah, like, knowing I was going home and stuff was kind of really refreshing and really nice. But also, there's a bit of pressure there because it's obviously your unlimited funds from what you've earned and obviously what I had in the bank at the time. So it's kind of like there's not many times you can get this fucking wrong. Um, so I also had to really make sure I got the right bus timetables and then trains and like make sure I was at the airport in time to get on my flight home, this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's not really where this story's going, but that's kind of like, if you ever, it's, it was really nice to travel on my own. It made me grow up a lot because it's, it's only you and you've really got to be on the ball 
and um, you're really thinking about what you're doing. Um, and then, yeah, like I say, so I landed back in Melbourne or I got the train back to Melbourne, whatever. And I had a few hours to kill. I know I went to the airport dead early because I just wanted to make sure I was at the airport. Like nothing was going to make me miss that flight. So I, I wanted to make, I must have been at the airport like two or three hours before I needed to be easily but then I, i'm sure i had like half a day in melbourne not even that maybe four or five hours to burn in melbourne um so i did i just sort of I, I went into the train station i put all my shit in a in a like a storage locker thing um i will say australian people are so fucking friendly like my phone was dead um or dying and obviously i needed it to make sure i can communicate and stuff and i like, had no other like i was a bit fucking like oh shit what did i do so i got my charger out and I literally went up to a fucking booth in the train station, or I think it was the guy who was running those, uh, running the um, uh, like the little locker things, like for tourist lockers or whatever. Um, and I just knocked the thing and said, "Excuse me, could if you got an iPhone charger or whatever, can you pl- can you charge this for me? Like it's di- dying, and kind of like explain the situation, like um." And he was like, "Yeah, not a problem, mate." Didn't say, "Oh well, yeah, you can there's pay there's the booths over there, you can pay to use this and the other." Or whatever, he literally said, "Yeah, mate, not a problem." Took me and said, "What's your name?" Um, and then so I gave him my phone and just fucked off and come back for you out like a little bit later. And he, he remembered who I was like, "Ah, oh, now Fraser, you're right. Yeah, here's your phone." Da, 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 da. And then I asked him a few things and I like, was dead friendly and like made sure I was all right. He had no real well, obviously, kind of does have a duty of care, I suppose, but like he was really friendly and everyone was super friendly. Everyone I spoke to in the street was friendly. I remember I, I nipped into a, a bank to speak to someone and they're just dead friendly it's like they're just they're your mate over there everyone over there just feels like your mate and it's it's so nice um but yeah so anyway so at this point i'm the pressure sort of off my shoulders i know i'm going home going back to see my girlfriend and whatever so i'm quite happy about that but then like melbourne itself this is why i want to go back i just remember melbourne just being like like gorgeous there's trams and shit like the city just seemed really fresh and clean. It's something I'd never seen before, um, and then a lot of it's a lot of like the happiness. Obviously, because I was, knew I was going home, and um, it's just like the fact of I was just navigating myself around somewhere I'd never been before, and it was just really nice. Like it's just really nice scenery, um, and I will also say the women were incredible. I have a thing for Asian girls. I don't know why, but I really find Asians attractive, and there was a fucking lot there, and they were all fucking attractive as well. Uh, an Australian accented Asian girl is like a oh, peak. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like my motivational holiday experience, I guess, or moment. Um, just sort of like being on your own, traveling on your own. I'd like to do it actually properly where I'm not sort of like traveling between a job or anything. Um, like go out and like f- not find your way. Um, but I do feel it changed me as a person, kind of just knowing you've got you you're capable of managing yourself looking after yourself when you're literally on the other side of the world on your own like so you can't really get it wrong so you've got to kind of make sure you're thinking and just not being silly with what you do whatever and yeah it was just nice to execute that and get that right and then like i say just melbourne in general is just such a gorgeous place like i will go back to melbourne at some point and just i don't know i want to go back i'll maybe go back to australia and i have a few weeks there i want to go to gold coast and just i've really experienced it i i got too caught up in and i said this obviously my girlfriend i said when i can't work i'll go home that's literally what i said i said i'm not going there for traveling i've literally said from the day i got into farming i want to go to australia drive combine 
and I did do that. So I ticked that box. I don't need to be here for anything else. There is nothing to prove. Blah blah blah. I've got a girlfriend at home. I'm not working. Let's go back. Let's go home. And I did. Um, and I don't regret that because, uh, like I say, I, I come home. Obviously, the relationship broke down, but then I just kept that ball rolling. And then more so now, when I'm not as sort of focused, more so on that kind of thing, I'd love to go back now. And it's kind of like I've not tarnished it. I enjoyed it, and I've sort of interested myself with that place enough for me to go back and then really make some memories there at some point in my future life. Um, but yeah, I do feel like it it helped me sort of develop as a person, being able to be out there on your own. And being on your own is so satisfying. I think that's why I like my own company so much. Because like when you're on holiday and stuff, sometimes like you're with everyone. Or when you're on your own, there is like... I don't understand it. If you've ever travelled alone, you probably know what I'm talking about. But, like, there's just sort of comfort in your own surrounding and, like, just being on your own and your own company. Um, I don't know. You don't really have to answer to anyone. You're on your own timescale. Um, you talk to people if you want to, but you're just, sort of just quiet. You can just sort of take in the scenery at your own pace and you've only got your agenda to worry about. Um, and that's really nice and really refreshing. So. Uh, traveling alone is is really nice uh, but like when it comes around to it i don't think i'll travel to melbourne alone it's kind of <clears throat> if you're going that far it's kind of like oh well, let's take people with you kind of thing i don't think i'll just go there on my own i don't know i wouldn't rule it out but at the same time there's a good chance i'm going to melbourne or whatever I'm, uh, there'll be a reason i might be going there or like singapore melbourne or whatever or like more around asia or whatever so there probably be, i probably will be going with people um so but yeah traveling alone I, i'd probably travel around europe on my own a bit more i think uh maybe somewhere like amsterdam or something i might go on my own i might do bruges on my own that kind of thing because it's just nice i enjoy my own company i just think that'd be nice um but yeah so that's like one of my holiday experiences um not quite as funny as as josh but it's it's yeah they're they all count like some are funny some are mean and fun and I, I i don't know <clears throat> even though nothing like spectacular happened it's still, if I feel like that was very definitive in sort of my views on just traveling and shit, and it, the fact I've, I don't even like, I was maybe in a stressful situation, the fact I was I rushing, I was wanting to get home for my girlfriend, this, that, and the other, I don't turn around and hold Melbourne in bad taste or Australia in bad taste. Like, it's such an amazing place. Anyone that's considering to go and work there, 100% go and do it. And probably travel while you're there. Do two beds, one stone. Don't really do what I did. Uh, but, yeah. Either way, if you're going for work or pleasure, it's definitely a place to visit. And uh, go to Melbourne. It's awesome. I follow a few Australian photographers and their content. They're fucking hilarious. But like, their content is gorgeous. Like, their cities are just beautiful. And the women are fucking hot as fuck as well. Like, I've always said, like, an English 10 is an Australian 7. Like, you could take the fittest girl here and literally she'd become 100% fitter if she just spoke unsounded australian or had their mannerisms because they're just quality people they're just so funny um yeah i just like australia and more specifically melbourne was the place um i haven't really traveled to many countries i could i, I must be below 10 uh, in countries i've obviously been in countries but i mean actually like spending time in them is a bit different uh obviously like ibiza is one i've been to portugal um France technically because of skiing, but like, I hadn't really probably been around France. I guess I've skied there, um, and Australia. But then like I've never uh, I've been to Amsterdam, but then that was when I was like fourteen. 
so it's not like I could even give you any good stories about that. Um, I was literally 14, I went to Amsterdam, um, wasn't really allowed in sex shops or anything like that, kept getting made to stand outside, uh, did see the red light district, so yeah, um, yeah, it's one of those, I, w I do want to go to Amsterdam as an adult, um, and take it in all in, all in a little bit more. Um, not that I want to go and smoke weed or anything like that. I just think it's one of those. It's probably a place more so for people my age. Um, and yeah, just get more into it. I did go and see. I did go see Anne Frank House when I was there, which is really weird. Of all the things you could do as a fourteen-year-old, I I went there. So um, that was that was all right. Um, yeah, it, it's it's again a very nice place. Holland is a very nice place. Um. And I would like to go to Amsterdam or even Rotterdam uh, for the party scene, to be fair. It's supposedly uh, really fucking good. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, holiday-wise, I'd like to think that I'm, I've got more memories and stuff to be made on holiday. I only really started going on holiday when I was, like, 19 onwards. Um, like when I went, went to Portugal, Portugal when I was, must be nice, 18, 17, 18, uh, with a friend. And it like yeah, it's like one of those holidays. It was funny, um, but I don't think any of my anything there was like stand out. It was it was nice, but like it wasn't stand out in comparison to like other shit that's gone down. Um, annoyingly, like most of my funny stories and shit is like Ibiza based. Cause that's where I've spent most of my time on holiday. On uh, hindsight, I probably should go to different places, but then. When you've got a week away and you're like, oh, where should I go? And it's like, I know for a fucking fat fail safe, Ibiza's the one. Because normally, like, oh, I'm to the lads, we can't ever fucking choose or where we want to go. And it's always contrasting, like, ideas and shit. Like, I really want to go to Vegas, but no one else really seemed to pick up on that uh, or were really seemed keen. So, like, that's, that's a place I'd like to go. Because um, I've never been to America and I'd like to experience american like vegas as well would be like awesome um but yeah it's kind of like it's hard sometimes when everyone sort of has different sort of views and maybe wants to do certain things uh you always got to compromise uh, i maybe shouldn't be so ambitious but at the same time there is nothing wrong with wanting to go on those like big and like flamboyant holidays as such there's no point sort of settling kind of thing you may as well make the most of it and take the experience if you've got it i guess <laughs> Uh, heading back to Ibiza again, seeing as it's about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, so we'll, we'll wrap it up with some nice little funny stories, but they're not quite as uh, momentous as the Josh ones, as the Josh saga. Um, I'm looking forward to when you can add to those heroic tales, Joshua. Um, but yeah, so we have the, me and the boys, or some of the boys, went from 2018 to 2019, um, went to the same hotel two years in a row. To be fair, if we go again, That'll be the hotel we'll stay in. A really good hotel, to be fair. Lovely location. It's, it's fantastic for what you get. Uh, staff are fucking mint. Uh, shout out Victor, uh, the best barman in the world. One for ripping Josh about his tiny penis. And two, just because his drink measurements are spot on. Um, but yeah, 2018, I remember, <clears throat> obviously in this hotel you're staying in, they, they always need to sort of put on some entertainment and shit. And they'd done a quiz. Um... And we won the quiz one night, like, whitewashed this quiz. So they gave us some champagne. So obviously we champagne showered at the, like, when we went up to go and present it. Um, I think to everyone's disgust, really. They wasn't really impressed. 
Uh, I think the people who prevented it liked it. I just think everyone else probably thought it was a bunch of dickheads. Uh, so yeah, we did that. And then, I'm not sure what else. There, was, there must have been another quiz or something else going on later on in the week. And we won that as well. Or it was getting a bit out of hand. It was getting a bit giddy. And I think we, we must have been winning or something was going on. I can't remember. And all I remember was the the barman, Victor, who's like, they must have been stocking up or doing whatever. And he was bringing a shopping trolley through the place. Um where this quiz was going on and we sort of like ran and got it off him uh i was like we're right we're gonna fucking jackass this into the pool and he was like all right then but you're getting it out i was like sound so we loaded up into this trolley um i will say there was this dickhead it was with another group of lads and i will highlight the term dickhead we got in it i'm not sure it was i definitely got it i'm not sure someone else in it. and he came and he like tipped over and we was like laughing as he went back to his mates and I can't remember. I'm fairly certain that like, his mates was looking at if looking at him in an embarrassed way to be like, "Hang on a minute, what you've done was just tragic, mate." Like they're about to send this into the pool. Like this is going to be entertaining to watch, and you've just gone and tipped them out. Like that's not funny. I'm sure their friendship's probably ended now because of how unfunny that move that guy what uh, pulled was. Anyway, so yeah, we load up into this trolley. And we run and we bin it into the pool. Uh, it doesn't quite go as to plan as you'd imagine. Just falls, sort of flops into the pool. Um, yeah, we drag it out or whatever. So that's kind of like the, that's the shopping trolley story. Uh, there was loads of other shit. Oh, yeah, that 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 week as well. Um, Kurt threw one of Toby's shoes um, over the road onto the roof of the bar across the road. Um, and I'm not sure if it's still... I don't think it is still there. But yeah, Toby, for some reason, had some Velcro shoes uh, that we all took disgust to. So yeah, towards the end of the week, Kurt just went and fucking threw one out the window over the road. It landed on the, the bar next door. It's roof. So yeah, there's that. Um, and yeah, coming into the last uh, holiday... Well, second to last holiday was able to go on. Like The last full week was able to go on. I had a bit of a shitter, like, all fucking mint holiday, I absolutely loved it, but I'm sure I gave myself sunstroke, and I also got a fucking minging ear infection, like, I was wrote off for a few days when I got home, because of this ear infection, um, so since then I've started wearing, I've started oiling my ears when I get water in them, like putting olive oil in, so they don't, water doesn't sit in there, also, um, I've started wearing earplugs when I go to, like, music festivals and shit or like raves or whatever and uh we'll say uh it does make your listening experience loads better because what it does it obviously quietens everything it cuts out high frequency so if people are like shouting around you to try and communicate it kind of nullifies that dulls that out but then it brings out a really like sort of makes the bass in the music more defined so you feel it a bit more and it sort of quietens everything really nicely you'll You'll know what I mean if I'm not, I'm not a fucking music specialist. I'm probably like buttering this whole explanation. But if you like, generally, like you cup your ears or like you pull your things like around your ears and you can just it like softens everything up really nicely. So like it's really comfortable. It's kind of like that. It's like being in a fucking rave but listening to a lullaby at the same time. So it quietens everything. You don't quite get the shouting. It makes the bass more defined. Anyway, I had a better listening experience from doing this and I. I will continue to do this i always take earplugs with me everywhere i go now when i'm off to listen to music um so yeah uh so yeah stinking ear infection but nonetheless a mint holiday um it's just like i say it's just one of those it's just a wacky one 
and I can't even think like what they're like just so much good shit happened on holiday I think in typical phrase of fashion I'm gonna wrap it up with like one of the best stories was or like why that holiday was quite mint for me is um the first day was there so obviously we're absolutely hyped because we're going um I'm not sure when we landed it must be midday we, I think we got a seven o'clock flight and was there by like middle of the afternoon so anyways we get there uh obviously checked in or whatever and like this is fucking men it's not like you're there at night and it's quiet you're there and it's like peak two o'clock's peak it's like people are out there at the pool so there's ass and titties as far as the eye can see there's some pumping music the bars full floating like this is fucking mint right boys let's get shorts on let's get in the pool let's get some drinks in whatever like we'd stayed the year before we knew how the hotel worked everything we it literally was like being in your backyard you knew exactly what was going down so anyways we get in the pool or whatever drinks are flowing having a good time it's just like soaking in that fucking first initial few hours that first day like this is so good anyways these two birds <laughs> and now i've said that anyone who knows the story is gonna be like for fuck's sake but yeah these two birds are like start scaling around us start snaking around us uh and it like t- t- typical ib for fashion everyone will talk to fucking everyone no one's ignorant everyone just talks to everyone so anyways in the pool having a good time blah 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 these two girls are with this lad and one of them's all like all right whatever blah blah anyways one sort of like latches on to me literally like a fucking leech like wraps her legs around me arms around me and she must have had a fucking skin full and all and i by this time i've had a skin full as well i'm quite a confident guy especially in ib for and then with the added incentive of alcohol yeah i'm, I'm peak confidence at this point so we're chatting away or whatever anyway a few back and forths and it soon becomes apparent that she wants shagging or i think she does and she mentioned she does so i'm not really sure but then yeah long story short it comes about so we're like four hours in at this point like maybe not even that literally like i'm gonna say four hours of being in the country and i've managed to pull a bird like done quite well she like not not bad not amazing but yeah nice enough it's like one of those it's it's is what it is it's the country in the moment kind of thing um and whatever uh so yeah so that's happened so go and do that whatever come down carry on drinking and then by this point i think because the rest of the boys are uh, on a later flight or whatever they came for a couple of days and i think they just got in behind us so yeah they do, they'd have managed to arrive so they're all settling we absolutely get a skin full uh and we're off to i want to say it's body works i think the party's called on a tuesday night we're off to see fisher uh, uh yeah so we're off to see fisher and I just remember getting there and being fucked, like mortally fucked. Uh, and then, yeah, I ended up miss- missing Fisher because I was shagged. I think Greg ended up taking me back to the hotel. Um, so, yeah, got so hyped and was so gassed to see Fisher. Uh, I drank too much and peaked too early. And then, yeah, had to go home. Uh, made up for it though because I did see him when I went back. Uh, later on that year me and one like i'm not sure i've said but one of my other mates went back well one of the lads from the holiday kingy and we went back and we had like an ex uh, like a long weekend there so yeah we saw him there i think kingy missed him both times uh he's scottish so his drink of choice was um book fast uh and yeah he, he had two fucking bottles absolutely sculled it and yeah he wasn't in a good shape uh, so yeah he, i think he missed fisher both times he went so he's probably still yet to see him um 
But yeah, so that's like just it's not really any like substantial story, but it's the just like it's just one of those things. It's like like almost like your perfect first day on holiday. You know, if like you you pulled a bird, and it's just like uh, it's just, like it's like one of those. It's like everything's a win. Everything just seems to go well or whatever. It's just ah, oh, so good. Just, when I think about it, it's like I fucking love that place and just want more memories like that. Just in the sun with the boys, and just being surrounded by that kind of environment and vibe. But yeah. Oh, a shame. Shame about last year, and I'm just hoping that we can get shit rolling this year so we can all go out and make memories. I mean, even... I don't want to miss some holidays. I mean, if we're not allowed to travel, then I think I'd at least, like, my summer's back. So, especially now, obviously, with being a farmer, um, obviously, that's kind of our busiest time of year, but more so in the job I do now, we are... we are I do have quite a relaxed harvest, so... It, which is good, like in terms of socialising over the summer and shit. Um, so it would be really good to actually get a summer back when we can do things together. If we can even go on holiday, but then saying that, I'm, I think if when it comes to it, if we actually are allowed to go on holiday, but maybe miss some holidays, I'll maybe we'll be looking at some Europe trips and uh, definitely skiing next year, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, if you are listening to this bit that has been my sort of wrap up of sort of moments that I hold near and dear to me that I've had on holiday Uh, I'd like to think that there will be more to come especially if like I've said before if we ever go on holiday again um, and Josh manages to pull a Josh uh, I'm sure he'll come on and we will dissect the week on here kind of thing uh, as we go but yeah that's how it's gone for me delving into the past It's, it's always nice to listen back especially the first few stories that just make me literally i was like nearly like tears and it coming out of my face it's just like remembering how funny it was um it's just so nice it's so it's so nice to have memories like that and i can't wait to be able to make more um but yeah i'm uh i guess we're 50 minutes in now so i want to eat the rest of my chicken nuggets get it edited um got big tam while waiting want to play some gta i think um so yeah, just want to relax, wind down on my Sunday, ready, going back to work. Still waiting on this mad weather we're supposed to get. We're supposed to be getting some absolute dog piss weather, like cold and snowy, but it's England, so full of shit, so it probably won't happen. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's much more to say. Keep getting involved, everyone who's getting involved, really appreciate it. Like, um, yeah, feedback's always good. Really happy with all the feedback I get. I say it every fucking week, but I just want everyone to know that i am really grateful for people that are taking the time to listen um uh, and please take the time to share it or pass it around if you feel there's a maybe not every episode but if there's a particular episode that you think people could benefit from or whatever or just the whole podcast in general if you're enjoying by all means share around and help me out in that respect um i like i've always said this is more so for me a little bit of something to delve my time and creativity into but it is really fun i'm enjoying it and there is a lot of people getting benefit from it so it would be really good if more people can especially when i'm a bit more inspirational and i'm not talking about pissing the bed and josh being a fucking weapon um but yeah so yeah this has been episode six uh let me know what you thought about my other topics because obviously we are going to delve into more maybe tabooy kind of topics and shit. Uh, also, more if you want to get involved, or if there's even a topic you want to discuss and come on and talk to me about, throw it. I will catch that and we will discuss it. And I'm more than happy. Like the more 
good flowing conversation we've got and that listeners can feel like engaged with and sort of resonate to the better it's going to be it's just more fun i don't want to be sat in here talking about yes arsenal at the weekend was dire because everyone who doesn't give a fuck about football me included at this point so i really have lost lost touch with it since the whole lockdown shit uh, it just doesn't feel like football anymore to me uh, i've had this conversation with a few friends but it just does not feel like football to me anymore but like i'm saying if the the topics aren't interesting to everyone it's just gonna make it boring like this everyone wants a holiday and everyone's gonna have holiday memories and shit so yeah like even let me know your holiday funnies funnies or moments or shit or let me know what you think about these or whatever or even if you want to fucking go on holiday with me just let me know just let's all enjoy this kind of shit let's take this time to really help yourself or help each other like share my shit or like use my stuff as inspiration to do your your bits and bobs blah 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 i'm getting inspirational again don't all you guys start crying i don't want to see no tears in your eyes but it's true we've like we need to make the most of downtime like this so we're all in full flow ready for when we're allowed out of the house again there's no point in them lifting the floodgates and we're like oh hang on a minute oh shit i don't know you've got a kind of a ball rolling so you know where you're going on this downtime mate be creative and just help everyone just really really give yourself a nice omen and like just yeah just really enjoy it everyone should be smiling everyone should be happy so yeah like i've just said share this shit if it's helping you out or whatever or you think it could help someone else or whatever back and forth with me i want to hear it i want to hear all your shit uh yeah that all said and done i'm going to cut this off get it in the edit trim it down a little bit probably um make sure it sounds good um and yeah let me know what you want to hear in episode seven guys see you around